and it's time. Yeah. I made it. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. So the title of the sermon today, the title is Don't Allow Trials to Defeat You. Don't allow trials to defeat you. Oh, yes, I could have been standing up and cutting all kinds of dreams. But guess what? Since my body was tired when I got up here, then I wouldn't have been able to give God my best. I can't allow a trial to defeat me. I can't let nothing stop me from doing what God has called me to do. Whatever it gets sacrificed, whatever gets sacrificed, I can't let it stop me. From doing thus said the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me over in your book, your sword, your Bible. Hallelujah. The playbook, the good book. Hallelujah. To James chapter 1. And I'm going to be reading verses 2 through 4 coming out of the NIV. When you have it, say amen because I don't mind waiting for you. You need to put your eyes on the word. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. James chapter 1. Verse 2 through 4. Amen. All right. I got two. I keep waiting. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. And I'm coming from NIV. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. And it reads Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kind, because you have, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, so that you may be mature, so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Did we just read the word of Perseverance is going to break forth Let it happen as well so you can be mature mm -hmm. So why we got so many babies Sitting in the church mm -hmm. Oh that tells me If you're still a babe after six months You're not applying God's word You're not Steadfast and going forward Hallelujah Let me read to you what perseverance is Perseverance is steady persistence In a course of action huh, Or a purpose Especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Perseverance is steady persistence in a course of action or a purpose, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Hallelujah. If you still are babe after six months of hearing the good word of God, I'm telling you, you now have a you have applied word. You have not been persistent in the word. Hallelujah. You let difficulties, obstacles stop you. Hallelujah. You let somebody come by and discourage you. Well, ain't nobody encouraging. Encourage yourself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said don't let trials. Hallelujah. Don't let trials. Don't allow it. Amen. Don't allow trials to defeat you. Amen. Because we have a victory. Hallelujah. The first thing I want you to understand here in James is James is speaking to the 12 Hebrew tribes that were living amongst Gentiles and had to stand on God just like we do. That's what I want you to understand. They was living among Gentiles, those that, that was not the chosen children, those that did not believe, those who did not have the understanding 
Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So James is talking to them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. All right. The, the, the Hebrew tribes was not amongst everybody who had one accord, had the same mindset, had the same God, had the same kind of worship. They got together and said, okay, we're going to sit there and praise one God. Hallelujah. They were amongst people who had many gods. Are we not amongst people that have many gods in the United States? Amen. It's hot. Glory to God. And they had to stand on the things of God just like we did. All right? I said, don't let your trials defeat you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to understand that they did not have iPhones, Android phones, tablets, TV, computer. They didn't have these things when they can sit there and say, let me pull up the word. They didn't have Google. <laughs> they could say, just let me type in a phrase and then Google will go ahead and give me the rest of a, the uh, a scripture. Or where to go if you got the Bible on your phone. They didn't have that. They didn't have a phone. They didn't have stale mail. They didn't have UPS. They didn't have FedEx. Yeah. Hallelujah. All they had was their own two feet. Glory to God. And that walking to where they needed to go to spread the good news. See, they were amongst people who did not understand that Christ died for them. All they know is they were doing a time where you had the chosen children and you had the Gentiles. Amen. And the Gentiles were doing everything they thought they wanted to do. Why? Because they had all different kinds of gods and all different kinds of beliefs. Right. Hallelujah. They didn't understand about the son of the living God. Hallelujah. And how he uh, uh, died for all mankind, not just the chosen children. I said he died for us all, not just the chosen children. Uh-uh. No, no, no. He did not. I don't care who get mad and who get mad. Christ died for us all. Amen. If you belong to him or not. The thing is, you got to have your own choice. I mean, you got the choice to sit there and choose him. Right. Amen. He might have died for you, but you don't reap the benefits unless first you receive him. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I bless you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I want you to understand that there are different ways of living that they had, that there was among all kinds of sin. The Bible says that there is nothing new under the sun. So now, the issues, problems, and situations that you may be going through, that I may be going through, that we may be in at this time, didn't just start with us. Because there's nothing new under the sun. So understand that they had it back then, just like they got it now. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Huh. And the Jesus, look, and the, and the Bible says, and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So if he's the way and the truth and the life now, understand he was back then. Glory to God. We're talking about the 12, the, 12, the 12 tribes. Hallelujah. Living amongst Gentiles. Thank you, Lord God. It's all about us getting through these 66 books. Hallelujah. I know that to say the struggle is real. But Pastor Jay, you don't know what I went through. He talked about me. She lied to me. She just wanted me for my money. He just wanted me for my body. Oh, he got a 
job, girl. He got good hair. He got a car. Ooh, sister got it going on. She could be my sugar mama. I'm telling you, it's stuff out here. People lying, conniving, thieves. Hallelujah. It's so much stuff that's out here that's not of God. And we have to live amongst it all. Understand this, the wheat and the tares grow together. But God will separate them. So let me tell you something, children of the Most High God. We're not going to get back to a place where it's just us in this world. That's why God has given us a purpose. That's why he says bring heaven to earth. Because everybody that you're going to be around, be around is not going to have the same mindset. They're not going to have the same thought pattern. They're not going to do the same things. They're not going to go. Look, we don't go to the same church. Everybody don't get the same teachings at one time. I'm telling you, we're in a time where everybody got their own way and they don't believe in the most high God. They don't have an understanding of Christ died for us. And so what happens is we go through these trials and tribulations. And we think God has forgotten about us. God's not thinking about me. Oh no, I sinned, I messed up again. God may be mad at me. And so we go through all of this and we beat ourselves down. We allow the devil to cause us to beat ourselves down. Nobody got to do it for you. Because we're too busy looking at when you fall short. We're too busy allowing whatever our situation is bring us down. We allow our situations to make decisions for us instead of the word of God making decisions for us. I said don't allow your trials hallelujah, to defeat you. Understand that they come to bring forth perseverance. Perseverance is going to help you to mature and that you won't lack in nothing in the word of God. Did we not read that? You won't lack in nothing. Children of the Most High God, you won't lack in nothing. Now, mind you, lacking in something and you're not getting what you want are two different things. Okay, all right, that's important. That's important. Two different things. See, you you can be in lack where uh, in a devastating thing that you, you you just can't put your hands on it, you can't receive it, can't can't get it, nothing you can do can provide it. No matter what you do. That's when you want to go to the sugar mamas and the sugar daddies. And to your friends and everybody else. That's when we start running to the, the long places and all of that. Amen. We start making bad decisions. Uh-huh. I don't like the Bible. I don't like the Bible says be anxious for nothing. So we'd be in such a hurry to get something taken care of. Amen. Now, if it's something that you want and you just didn't get it, you say, well, you know. I'm just always in lack. Oh, you in lack because you wasn't able to get the uh the that 500 S Mercedes? Are you in lack? But now you you may have a Honda Accord. Back in my day, we talk. What was the cause we talk about? Uh, my sister, wait, wait, you my age. Don't try to fool like me out. Pinto, Pinto, them Pintos. You know what I'm saying? That was that hoopty car. Them limits as they were set. You may have a limit. Does that mean you in lack? You not in lack. All right? You in lack when you don't have a car and in need of a car. You in lack when you 
bologna. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't have turkey, ham, and roast beef. I know we have spoiled our people and our young people on the trips. <laughs> but everybody don't have them. We get the kinds of them. When we travel, y'all, we travel away. But everybody can't have the turkey, ham, roast beef on the kinds of old. Amen. And fried chicken and chips and grapes and oranges and we be doing it up. You can't have that uh, uh, all the time. If you can't have, I'm saying, if you can't have that all the time, and you got baloney, does that mean you're in lack? No. You have food. It may not be, but you know what? I I don't have a taste for. What I was getting ready to say. Sorry. I wasn't gonna say fried up, but then you can do that too. It's like spam and tree. Y'all remember spam? Spam is to be a cheap meat. Spam is expensive. Yes, it is. Hold on, but what I was getting ready to say is we get to a place because we've been so spoiled where we'll say, I don't have a taste for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I want something. I have a taste for Longhorns. What is that? 30 steak? That big old T-bone steak. <laughs> I got a taste for it. But I may have some little round cut steaks that I found that you know that you can't cook much because they're gonna get they're gonna get hard. They're gonna, you gonna be able to cut them. You gonna put a tenderizer on them. You can soak them. You can beat them. You be like, okay, these are steaks from hell. They cannot be tenderized. But no, I want that T-bone. That's what I got to taste for. But now get this, you ain't got the money for it. So what you gonna do? Yeah, but, uh, Dika said, Dika, cut, cut that stink into a tea. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you you're not in lack. You just don't have what you may have a taste for. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not against nobody who have a taste for it. Look, if you got the money to do it, live your life. Amen. Bless God. But I want to encourage those who feel like, you know, because I don't have the money, that I'm not living life. Like it's gold, and as they like to say, but you are living life like it's gold. Because as long as you got Jesus, you got all you need to make your life better. Don't let your trials defeat you. Oh. Okay, baby. Y'all, this show around the corner talks, so you better catch them sales at Kroger's. <laughs> Everybody want to catch it? Ain't nothing wrong with sales. Ain't nothing wrong with coupons. Amen. But the whole thing is we go through stuff in this world. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God has promised to deliver us out of them all. All his promises are yea and amen. Now with this in mind, you're going through something and you're in a hard place. You're going to have to sit there and remind yourself of the goodness of the Lord. Get in his word. God, what does your word say about this situation? You say I'm the head and I'm not the tail. You say I'm above and not beneath. You say I'm going to be the lender and not the borrower. And you know you just came out the loan office. Come on, come on, come on. See, we don't speak what we see. Amen. We speak what we don't see. Hallelujah. To bring 
don't see it yet, but your faith will bring it to you. That's right. Amen. I want to encourage today that no matter what you're going through, it cannot defeat you unless you allow it. Everybody know what they're going on in their personal life. It can only defeat you if you allow it. Well, how can I get victory over Pastor Jake? Through the word of God and your trust and faith in the most high God. Hallelujah. And surrender it to Jesus. That's how. You got to surrender to the most high God. The spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. The Bible also calls him the comforter and the counselor. The Holy Ghost will lead and guide you into all truth. So we want to sit there and do stuff that we think is right because mama and them told us and cousin them told us and aunties and uncles them told us and everybody said this is the right way. But God said that's not going to work for you because you got to keep in mind your mind has been washed in my word and you want to do it like this. We got to understand man the wisdom of, 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 of man is what man think is right, God said that ain't me. Oh, you're doing because that's what such and such. Oh, you're doing because the world has put this in place for it to be like this, that, and the other. But according to my word, I'm not there. That's not me. I didn't give you that word. But you want to line up with somebody? Oh, I, I trust them. I believe them. Oh, here's a good one. Oh. Oh, they getting blessings and and they going through this and they getting all this good stuff. Well, have you checked their walk? Cause let me share something with you. God isn't the only one that has good stuff to offer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Satan offered it to Jesus. He said, "If you bow down and worship me, I will give you these kingdoms." And Jesus knew enough to say, "All of it belongs to my daddy anyway. You can't give me something that already belongs to me." Question for you. 
Was you not there when you did wrong? Was you not there? <laughs> you was there when you did wrong, right? So, okay, if you already know the whole story, and not what the father lies on add to the story, why are you sitting there listening to him? Why? Why are you holding up that mirror and letting him tell you everything you ever did wrong in your life? When the Bible says you are new creatures, there's now no condemnation for those that believe. If you believe in Jesus, hallelujah, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the three of the Trinity, if you believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, there is no reason why you should feel defeated. Because we don't read in the Word. You got to persevere through difficulties, through challenges, through dis discouragement. Hallelujah. You got to press on. You just got to say it within yourself and have a made up mind that I'm going to do right by God. <laughs> if I got to do it by myself, I don't have to have people with me to praise God. I can praise God by myself. I don't have to be able to have a mic to pray and get before people. I can do that at home by myself. And I do. You can't walk in power and authority without that connection to God. There's no need to be defeated. Don't let what you go through change your perception of who God is. The word of God teaches us who God is. And as we continue to study the word and to meditate on the word and to apply the word, when Satan comes in like a flood, you can lift up a standard against him. When it seems like all hell is breaking loose, but you walk into storm after storm after storm, you're going to have the word of God that's going to let you know how to defeat every storm. Every storm. Every situation is not of God. We have the authority, hallelujah, to change that. We can change the atmosphere. We can decree and we can declare, hallelujah. We can profess in the name of Jesus. We can rebuke. We can bind. We got so many gifts that God has given us and weapons, but we're not applying them. Well, I can't apply what I don't know. Hello? That's why I say getting the word of God. Look, how do you think we know? Through the word of God. Even when the Holy Ghost speaks to us, the Holy Ghost only speaks to us when the Lord has already put in place. If Jesus didn't already give us authority, he won't rise up in your belly that you got authority. You can't take authority if it wasn't already given. Amen? And what I mean by that is Christ gives us the authority and then you can take authority over the devil. Yeah. Understand the difference. You can't take authority over God. You take authority over the devil. God gives us that authority. But if you do not know God, you won't be able to walk in that authority. Don't allow trials to defeat you. Because Satan always trying to throw something at us. I told you I break the mirror. Stop letting the devil tell you everything you did wrong. You know you was there. <laughs> so now if you have a changed mind and you're no longer that person. See the thing is when the devil begins to tell us what we done did wrong and who we are, the problem is there was no change so then we tend to agree with him. You a thief. You never stop stealing. So when he call you a thief, you agree, well, yeah, I'm a thief. Because you never stop stealing. Mm. And 
And that's the only reason you won't break the mirror. Is when you see your reflection in it. But when you are a new creature, creature, and Satan holds up that mirror to you to tell you about all your faults, you shouldn't even see none of it. Why? Because you are a new creature. Now, if there's no, no, no condemnation for you, you ain't got to feel guilty once you have repented. You ain't got to feel guilty once your mindset has changed. You ain't got to feel guilty when you're doing stuff different. Don't be upset with your past. Don't feel guilty about your past. All have seen it and come short of the glory of God. Don't let the wig fool you. Don't let the crap, the jewelry, the cloth, don't let that fool you. I'm telling you, when God says all, all is inclusive of all, I don't care how powerfully I am God now, but all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's why we thank God for repentance. Because at any time, any of us can allow hell to get up in our heart. I said, don't allow trials. Hallelujah. To defeat you. Hallelujah. It comes to make you strong. Your trials comes to make you strong. When you get strong in God and for yourself, don't you know that now the kingdom of God can use you? But if it's all about just you and your four and no more, God can't use you. Because God cares for people. His love language, hallelujah, is giving. So it can't just be about you and your folks. Right. Then that's not God. Why well, not take care of my house first? Let me take some. No, you take care of the house of God first and let him take care of your house. So you don't put it out of order. It's twisted. You don't want to take care of the house of God. You want to just take care of your house. And when it don't work out right, then you want to say, but God, but nothing. Even a woman who stood up there and, and the prophet came upon her, and he said, what you going to do? What you doing? She said, I'm going to go in this house. And I'm going to make this little bread. Me and my son going to eat it. And then we're going to die. She only had a little. Just a little. But the prophet said, first go in and make me a bread. Now, if you already got a little. <laughs> and somebody said, okay, do this for me. Like you're going to have something left, right? <laughs> Made me think, well, how big was his portion going to be? It was already a little. Okay, was it what we call that a mini? But the thing is, doing what God said do, she went in there and made the cake and she fed him first. Yes, I said she did what God said do because she listened to the man of God. If everybody could hear from God for themselves, then God would sit there and say, I have put pastors and shepherds in place. To lead you and guide you. But the only one I keep hollering about, I hear from God too, and you don't know me, is the ones busting hell wide open. But she obeyed the man of God. And look, after he ate, now not before, but after he ate, he told her what must she do to bring forth finances in her house. Abundance in my house. He said, Now I want you to go to everybody's house and ask them for their oil can. Now, mind you, this one may have this much oil can. This one may have that much oil can. But when she got finished and poured all that oil together, she had plenty to sell. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, Listen to God. Don't let your trials defeat you. See, she was feeling defeated. When you say, I'm going to go ahead and eat my last bit of food and then I'm going to die after me and my children. That's defeat. Because there was no fight. 
And God wants us always to be able to fight. Fight. Fight the good fight of faith. We thinking like this, yeah, I don't I don't knock out some stuff. I don't, I don't did that all in the natural. But trust me, that can't knock down more walls than me praying in the spirit. Jesus. See, if I hit a wall with my fist, um, I do believe my fist gonna break my hand. But uh, in the spirit, when I hit a wall, it's gone. That's why I don't climb mountains. I speak to the mountains. Yeah. So you got to know what authority you walk in. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let your trials defeat you. When something come upon you that's not of God and it's coming at you, what do you first thing you need to run to is the word of God. Not to somebody else. Now, I would say if you don't get understanding in the world, you really feel completely lost, call on your shepherds, your leaders in the ministry. Don't run to folks who don't have the same, um, same like mind thinking that you have. If they're not going to church, what can they tell you about God? I know God. I watch. I watch the uh, Sunday morning. I watch Sunday session. Come on, every Sunday morning. That's not your shepherd. A shepherd is one that walks with the people. See, the people that sit amongst him, that go visit him, and, and go see him every Sunday. Those are his people. They, he is their shepherd. You just happen to have a, a way in. Hallelujah. Because a lot of them don't have connections that you can connect with them online. I only found one ministry that I seen do that. Hallelujah. No, you know where we went. And let that be my model. Now we have a way you can connect with us online. And not just send me your name, but I'm talking about having contact with Shepherd, having contact with the leaders. Knowing what's going on in the house. Knowing stuff that others do not know that's not in the house. Amen? Amen. So you can watch them every Sunday morning. And you can send them your whole check. And they won't know your name. I said they won't know your name. Because it was like somebody else is in accounting going to get that. All oh, they're going to let them know they're going to give a report to the head and say, well, okay, we're going in such and such and such this, this month. Or this day. He would say, okay, praise, praise the Lord, or okay, we're going to trust God for more. But he's not going to say, tell me the name of those who gave. Tell me the name of those who didn't give. It's a big difference. Don't know you. You can't call them and say, I'm struggling in this area. Could you pray for me? You can't even get a hold of the ship. Keep watching online. Impress me. Call one that you've been watching, that you are not a member of that ministry and call them ask to speak to the ship. And they're going to say, okay, uh, who are you? What's your name? Or they're going to say, what's your name? You're going to tell them your name and they're going to say, okay, they're going to go to the ship and say, sister or brother so-and-so want to talk to you. And he will be like, uh, are they a member? Because he can be so big, you might not know. Are they a member of this church? And then they might just look at you and say, well, you know what? Send them to uh, evangelist this. Let deacon handle it. It's a big difference when you don't have that personal relationship, amen, to what you're connected to. It's the same thing in God. If you don't have a personal relationship in God, you won't be able to walk in the benefits that he has given us. The weapons you won't be able to use, I mean, because you, you won't have the faith to stand on, because God's work takes faith. His weapons and his work takes faith. Hallelujah. 
to uh, uh, to defeat you. Understand that you already got the victory if you belong to him. Disciples of Christ got the victory. Because Christ empowered his disciples, amen, over demons and devils and all manner of sickness. I said Christ empowered his disciples. Now, if you're not a disciple of Christ, okay. I said Christ empowered his disciples. And God empowered Christ. Come on. Do you see the order of things? We can sit there and play this church thing and we can look all good and holy and we got, you know, we got our hats to match our outfits. I got my fans to match my clothes and all this stuff. Look real good on Sunday morning. Don't have no power. Can't rebuke a headache. Can't stand in agreement with nobody. Can't pray for nobody. Oh, I'm sorry, you can get up there and act like you're doing something. But it won't bring forth no change in their life because it didn't bring, your prayers don't bring forth change in your life. Hallelujah. But feeling defeated. Coming in looking good, but going home defeated. That ought not be so. You're supposed to come in one way and leave a better way. Because I hear people say, come in one way and leave out another way. No, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes another way can be worse than the chain. But you're supposed to come in one way and leave a better way. Hallelujah. Because God is just that good. He'll start tugging on your heart. He'll start causing you to think about some things you might want to be saying. The things you used to do don't feel as comfortable no more. And you won't change. You don't know how to change. You say, well, what must I do to change? We to the place that we can't talk to people in church. We don't know a lot of churches, they haven't taught their folks to keep your mouth shut. K-Y-M-S. Shut up. Because you're supposed to be what the people go to when they're seeking God. You belong to him. You say you belong to him. You be ready to brag about how much you go to church. Everything you did. How much you gave in church. But they can't come to you because you haven't gotten the world out of you. You can be saved but undelivered. And if you don't go through that deliverance process, I don't care how much you believe in Jesus. It's going to always be a struggle for you. It's always going to be a struggle. Because you won't be able to grow up if you don't go through the deliverance process. If you don't learn to persevere. If you don't learn to press through all this discouragement, discouragement and distractions. Hallelujah. And stuff that comes to just make you feel like you are weak when God says, I called you strong. Don't allow your trials to, to defeat you. Amen. God wants you blessed. Why he loves us so much that he gave. So apparently, look, when you give somebody something, or should I say, if you want to just bless somebody, I'm just doing that because uh, sometimes you just give your spirit to bless somebody. And you bless them. Do you want to see them crumble or fall? Do you want your gift of giving them cause them harm? Do you want the gift that you have given them to cause them destruction? Or do you want to bless them up there so it can encourage them to let them know that you know what God placed you in my spirit? I was just thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? It's just that you crossed my mind. You don't want to bless them with something and it's going to bring them hardship. The same with God. He loved, his, loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. 
He didn't give us Christ for hardship. He gave us Christ for deliverance out of the hardship. Amen. So, I encourage you today to tap into the deliverer for all your deliverances. Amen. And don't allow, don't allow, don't allow your trials to defeat you. Amen. Amen. You receive this word, give God a hand praise. Amen. 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 Am